Hey, good morning. Welcome to the show. I hope you guys are all doing well. I have a a doozy of a show for you today. As of recording, uh, it's kind of breaking, actually. Ah, that first cup of coffee. It always hits so good before you ever hit the bathroom. That being said, welcome to Inside Four Walls. I'm your host, James Madison. Today, we'll be talking about how the FDA, the former commissioner of the FDA, said the six-foot social distancing rule is arbitrary, and no one knows where it came from. Followed by an article all about how the phrase, do your own research, is actually harmful. That's right, folks. CNN has come out and said that telling people to do their own research is actually harmful when it comes to COVID-19 and anything else, really. That being said, without any further ado, let's get into today's episode. Former FDA commissioner said the six-foot social distancing rule is arbitrary, and nobody knows where it came from. Article by Gabby Shaw of Insider. Bullet points. Scott Gottelblig, Gottelblig, G-O-T-T-L-I-E-B. The FDA commissioner from 2017 to April 2019 appeared on Face of the Nation on Sunday. During the interview, he said that the six-foot social distancing rule recommended by the CDC is arbitrary. He also said nobody knows where it came from as the original proposal was 10 feet. Yeah, a lot of people, if you remember early on and all up to now, have stated multiple times that the social distancing rule hasn't made any sense because in that exact range of field, or that depth of field, I should say, you create a... It's the same thing when you get tattooed. The needle pierces the skin, and there's a mist that goes in the air. It's an invisible mist because the particles are sm- so small and light they just float out there in the atmosphere. All around you, creating like a uh, a body fluid force field that no one can see including you. Even including. Mm. Two words together there. Same thing. You exhale, you're making a cloud of CO2 around you. You just create a force field all day of you exhaling plant food. And it really is still dense at five feet. Multiple studies show that early on and in very early episodes of this podcast, I read those studies. So I don't know if 10 feet really makes that big of a difference either. But a lot of people pointed out that the six foot distancing rule made no goddamn sense whatsoever. And they all got shit on. Now, this guy, he's an expert. And now watch, the people who come out and attack him over this claim are going to say, oh, well, he was. What does he know? He knew enough to be the former FDA commissioner, which is more than anyone making that comment is. He's more, he has more authority on this topic than anyone who's going to come out and denounce him. <laughs> Short of maybe Fauci, just because we put him on such a pedestal. Anyway, into the article. During a September 19th Face of the Nation appearance from former FDA Commissioner Scott Gottablick, 
made some claims regarding the CDC's guidelines that we all stand six feet apart is uh, is to prevent the spread of COVID-19 via social distancing. Quote, the six-foot rule was arbitrary in and of itself, he told the interviewer, Margaret Burnham. Burnham. Quote, nobody knows where it came from. Most people assume that six foot, six feet of distance, the recommendation for keeping six feet apart, comes out of some old studies related to the flu. Or where droplets don't travel more than six feet, he added. We have a clip here. And you're right. The six feet was arbitrary. The six feet was arbitrary in and of itself. But if the administration had focused in on that, they might have been able to affect a policy that would have actually achieved their outcome. But mm-hmm. that policy-making process didn't exist. And the six feet is a perfect example of sort of the lack of um, rigor around how CDC made recommendations. Nobody knows where it came from. Most people assume that the six feet of distance, the recommendation for keeping six feet apart, comes out of some old studies related to flu, where droplets don't travel more than six feet. We now know COVID spreads through aerosols. The initial recommendation that the CDC brought to the White House, and I talk about this, was 10 feet. And a a political appointee in the White House said, we can't recommend 10 feet. Nobody can measure 10 feet. It's inoperable. Society will shut down. So the compromise was around six feet. That's right. The government compromised on your health. The original recommendation was 10 feet. But they said, oh, how do we measure that? That will shut down the economy. Not really like six foot did any different. I guess it's less scary if you're told to stay six feet away as opposed of, you know, two manlets heights apart. All right. Interesting. And I want to remind you, he said White House health official. They have the same health official in there right now, who I'm assuming is the Capitol Hill physician. But that still happened under the Trump administration, which means the Trump administration or the administration and the government under Trump at the same time as he was president was willing to spare you fear at the expense of your health. In the early stages of this, they thought 10 feet apart would be the saving grace, but... Six feet is less scary, less cumbersome, so let's do six feet instead of ten feet, the recommended amount originally. And everybody ran with that, but nobody called it out till now. Because I never heard that before. Maybe you have. Let me know in the comments. Galib, who published the National Coronavirus Response, a roadmap to reopening with several other public health experts, a guide on how to manage the disease also said the original recommendation was to keep people 10 feet apart, but that would that was shut down. Quote, the initial recommendation that the CDC brought to the White House was six feet, and a political appointee, I'm a little bummed out we didn't get a name here because this guy, again, was willing to bargain what they believed was your health at the time, doing this 10 feet distancing, in order to not scare you. They made it around six feet. They compromised. 
to around six feet. That means there was negotiations. They compromised. They negotiated your fear versus your health. Your government. My government. He said, nobody can measure 10 feet. It's inoperable. Society will shut down. I hate to break it to you, but the six-foot thing didn't help that from happening either. Two lockdowns, a crippled economy that will very likely impact our children and our children's children as well. The financial destruction wrought on the economy. For three years, we had the best economy of our lives. Gas was almost under a dollar a gallon. In some states, it was under a dollar a gallon. And now it's going up to five. In some places, it's six dollars a gallon. The economy was destroyed by this virus. And this right here shows that our elected officials do not fucking understand what they're doing in the moment. They will do what they think is best either for themselves or some short-term effect without ever considering the long-term consequences. I think every president needs a historic, like a historian in the cabinet. Just so they can turn and be like, hey, does this echo anything from the past? And if it does, how did that turn out? Oh, it turn out well, I'll, I'll go against it. Because it was the Spanish flu that crippled the economy, that destroyed, will help cripple the economy in the early 20th century. And that led to sweeping reforms by Woodrow Wilson and FDR. That got us going in a socialist direction to begin with. Two presidents, FDR and Woodrow Wilson, made owning gold illegal to try and help cut back on the disparities between certain income classes. There's a million other reasons too, of course, but that's one of the ones that's brought up. And then you had Nixon all those years later, after the terrible, terrible economy of the 70s and the 60s, he made America get off the gold standard and go into the fiat dollar, which gave the federal government excess powers to print funny money and drive up inflation through the roof. It gave the Federal Reserve the ability to make money out of thin air. Whereas with the gold standard, we were locked to the limit of gold in circulation at the time. Because believe it or not, for my younger audience, there was a point in history, not even 100 years ago, where you could go into a bank with $5 and get that in gold. Be a little amount of gold, but... They will enact sweeping rules and regulations and societal changes that do nothing but harm the society as a whole in the long term for a sense of security in the short term. Our government. <clears throat> Back into the article. Well, the last little bit of it. According to the CDC's website, social distancing and staying six feet apart is still the official recommendation to stop the spread of COVID-19. And again, this article was by Gabby Shaw. And we've already seen from both the Fauci emails and earlier comments from Dr. Fauci himself, masks do not help. They do not stop particles or droplets, as he would say. 
So we know the masks were worthless. They did nothing. Other than giving society a false sense of security and not being defenseless against a virus we did not understand at the time. But now with what we know in hindsight, we should be abandoning these and condemning these two practices daily. But the media will not, because never let a good crisis go to waste. And at the same time, peddling vaccines to you. Dose after dose after dose. Right now, the federal government's fighting with the FDA to get them to change their uh, their vote. Because they said people under the age of 65, from 0 to 65, should not receive a third shot or a booster. In, a, in one panel, it was 0 to 18. In the other one, it was 2 to 16. Yesterday's episode, check it out. But now this administration is fighting against a governing body that was put in place to figure out the healthiest way to conduct society in a medical sense. Our government. You want to know why they're working like that? Because the federal government, our government, has merged with Big Pharma. Now, that's something that's not new, but it's never been so open in the public's eye before. It really shows how many people are not wearing the, wearing the they live sunglasses right now. It's a little disheartening. And while we're on the topic of the mask mandate, I want to encourage you to not shame people wearing a mask and be grateful that those weak among us at least have the sense to let us know that they have their heads so far up their ass they're still eating their breakfast at dinner time. The same people will either yell at you for not wearing a mask, despite masks not doing anything, or two, double mask, because that really doesn't make a difference either. Or they'll do that and also have their children masked, which anyone who's actually followed along, even to the TV narrative, will tell you that masking your kids is pointless because children are not naturally a carrier of COVID-19 unless they have some sort of asthmatic problem or a comorbidity, like your kids, a chubby chuck. It's an old term right there. So aside from having Augustus Gloop, or every dorky friend like the kid from the Wonders years with a billion and one allergies, your kid should not be wearing a fucking mask. Now masks did help curb flu rates this year, but again, most news outlets and medical institutes weren't really following for the flu to begin with all of last flu season. As we go into this new one, you're still not hearing about it, despite flu season starting in the beginning of September. When was the last time you heard about flu in the media? Or seen a sign advertising a flu shot? They should be out right now, but you don't see them. And I'm going to tell you this right now. The same way every year we worried about the flu... And the flu vaccines, you're going to see COVID in its place instead. The Delta variant, the Mu variant, the Incognito variant, the original SARS-CoV-2 variant. Will be the new yearly seasonal boogeyman. In a few years down the road, our descendants will look at this point in history and think, what the fuck was wrong with you? 
and continuing down the road of what the fuck is wrong with you from CNN Business. These four words are helping spread vaccine misinformation by Razumov Maroff of CNN Business. Updated 11.13 a.m. from Monday, September 20th. So this was uploaded or updated early yesterday morning. But published yesterday morning as well. CNN begins. Four words. Do your own research are hurting the U.S. pandemic response. CNN chief media correspondent Brian Stelter said on reasonable or said on reliable sources Sunday, and it is having a real consequence as personalities from Nicki Minaj to Sean Hannity continue to promote the idea. Oh, shameful. How dare they promote the idea of people going up, taking it upon themselves and going out to research what they're being told by big tech and big media outlets. How dare they go out and do their own research, which might show they're being fed a narrative by the Gerber, here comes the plain spoonful. And they want you to stop thinking for yourself. They want you to be a good little sheeple put on your Little fucking muzzle of a mask and obey what the TV tells you a la they live style. Quai? Simple. Peddling fear porn brings in the ratings for both the right and the left. And they tell you one thing and you want to believe that one thing. You're going to lock yourself in their sanctioned echo chamber. Yet should you divert your eyes from the TV and instead pull that little device in your pocket the government uses to track your every move, the thing you have to give permissions to every app of your location to use normally, and go on Google or any other number of search engines and start digging up your own research using .govs and .orgs and URLs and not .coms, you'll start to learn. If you start cross-checking your sources, seeing what this is saying, seeing what that is saying, looking on NewsGuard certifications, looking at .orgs when it comes to reading scientific papers, or .edus when we're reading scientific papers on any of these topics, you will start to be able to pick apart the bullshit from the kernels of truth in the right and the left's storytelling. The fables they spin. And they don't want you to do that because they don't want you to distrust them, despite them always peddling a narrative in propaganda. That's why CNN is telling you that to do your own research is spreading misinformation. They do not think that you as a fully grown and developed society, have the ability to read studies and then read what they say and decide where the bullshit is. They want you to grow fat and pudgy so they can shear the ratings off you sheeple 
in order to get a payday. Fear porn. CNN, for over a year, at all times, had a death counter that was going up faster than the number of people being hospitalized in America. I recently did a report on this. Rasmussen did a study where they found people on the left believe COVID mortality rates and the COVID death toll was five to ten times higher than what it actually is. 0.9 to point or to 1.6% mortality rate with COVID in America. They believed it to be five to ten times higher than 1.6. Because these outlets are all owned by the same people, mind you had a death counter that was a random number generator, essentially, running at all times to stir up as much fear as possible of a virus. Then they go out of their way to condemn the idea, because Trump said it, by the way, they go out of their way to condemn the idea that it came out of a lab in Wuhan. Not only that, we also have a report here, I'm not going to read the whole thing, but I, I think it's important that you know this. If you are under some delusional notion that scientists are always more credible than the big tech media, the big tech outlets and the big media companies have stirred up so much fear and propaganda that this headline and brief read from the Hills article published earlier this year from Harvard scientists and other scientists from around the country talking about it the hill fear of link to trump motivated experts to be skeptic of lab leak theory scientists say quote at the time it was scared to be associated with trump and to become a tool for racists so people didn't want to publicly call for an investigation into lab leak origins by adam barnes june 17 2021 Medical and scientific experts believed it came out of a lab and they were so scared of talking about it that they did not bring this possibly life-saving information to light. You need to do your own research and not be afraid of what the results or the response to the results might be. And now the experts here are saying, yeah, it's very likely that it came out of a lab. But we were so scared because of how people were stirred up that we did not want to come out and talk about it. The bullet points for this article are thus. Alina Chan is one of 18 experts who signed a letter in May calling for a thorough investigation into the origins of the coronavirus. Although Chan voiced her support for an investigation of the possibility of a lab leak in early 2020. Early 2020. She told NBC experts were careful not to lean too close to views linked to the former president. The lab leak theory, which hypothesizes that the novel virus, the coronavirus, accidentally leaked from a Wuhan Institute of Virology, has gained traction again in recent weeks. People need to break away from the MSN, the mainstream media, 
and take the initiative themselves to do some fucking research. Don't just take it from me. Don't just take it from CNN, Fox, Tim Pool, uh, Lacey Green, any of these people. The quartering, Vosh. Take it into your own hands and figure out where the narrative begins and ends and find out where the truth lies. Typically, it's somewhere in the middle of story, narrative, fiction. You will find the truth somewhere in the middle of those three. Experts. 18 experts refuse to come out and talk about Lab Leak and why they believe Lab Leak was a thing until it was far too late. And people had already ingrained it in their heads that there was no way in hell that this came out of a lab because CNN and other mainstream media has made it so scary to even bring up the possibility. And you'll notice her name is Alina Chan, an Asian woman was scared of being deemed a racist for even I mentioning the idea, the theory, and why there's a good chance the theory is true that this leaked out of an Asian country. She was scared of being called an Uncle Tom. So she didn't come out and speak truthfully about it. Now we go back to CNN. The four little words, do your own research, are hurting the U.S. pandemic response. CNN's chief media correspondent, Brian Skelter, said on Reliable Sources Sunday. And it is having real consequences as personalities from Nicki Minaj to Sean Handy continue to promote the idea. And on that exact topic as well, they are now going to go out of their way to tell you same way they said Joe Rogan's insane for taking horse paste, which it isn't. Ivermectin is a crucial and vital medicine, according to the CDC and the WHO. It cures river, river Nile blindness and many other diseases. Feel free. Put on the filter and you do a Google search. Pull up 2000 to 2016 as the window for you to do your research on Iver and Ivermectin. And read what comes up from the WHO, from the New York Times, from the Hill, from the Today, from the Atlanta. Take your fucking pick and read them. The three doctors that founded Ivermectin and perfected Avermectin all received Nobel Prizes for their life-saving medicine that was so multifaceted with next to no side effects of use that it instantly became a vital medicine. They're now calling it horse pace and horse dewormer. Please. And they're going to tell you that Nicki Minaj has always been crazy. Always. They're all about that strong, independent woman speaking for herself until they speak out against the narrative. And people are scared of coming out and talking. They're scared to express what they believe to be right. I still wear a MAGA hat occasionally. I have variants of it, you know, make music great again, make politicians afraid again, make America Florida again, that kind of stuff. But I'll talk to people, and they'll tell me how scared they are. Oh, man, I wish Trump would have won. You know, I voted for him, but now I don't know, you know, and things were really bad. I don't want to, you know, we don't have the, the kind of protection we had before. I want to tell you this right now. You didn't have protection before. No reason you felt comfortable coming out and wearing a MAGA hat in public back in the day when Trump was in office was because you had some uninformed illusion that that was going to save you. 
Trump supporters were executed in the fucking streets while Trump was in office for wearing MAGA hats. There weren't protection for you then, and there isn't protection for you now, other than your ability to enforce your self-defense and defend your freedom of speech. You may have to use your Second Amendment to protect your First Amendment. People are scared. They come out and speak openly because they want to peddle comforting lies instead of uncomfortable truths. I'm going to tell you a fact here. Honest conflict is more valuable and important than dishonest harmony. Do your own research. People like CNN don't think you're smart enough to do your own research and pick out the truth from the lies. Start with .edu papers and .gov papers. Read through there. Get your sources and information from there and then read a left and a right source. See what the difference is in all four and figure out what you believe from there. Once you actually start doing that, you'll start to figure out how much easier it is for you to figure out what's true and what's false. Let's finish with this article before I blow a fucking blood vessel. Minaj helped raise doubts about COVID-19 vaccines on Twitter last week, claiming she would only get her shots once she'd done enough research. It may seem like a reasonable, even positive attitude, and it is a favored talking point echoed by many right by many in right wing media. Bullshit. When you watch CNN, you can find it. People were saying Americans need to quit listening to Donald Trump and do their own research. This president will get us killed. And I was saying doing your own research is harmful. And they're going to drag Nicki Minaj through the mud. No, I I will admit. I am impressed that they actually went with what she said. Because I did an episode where I read about how they were attacking her, saying that she wouldn't get it because of some friend's cousin's testicles getting swollen and him going infertile. When she never said that that was the reason she wasn't getting vaccinated. She actually has a bunch, she actually had, I should say, because Twitter took down her account. She had a lot of pro-vaccine shit on there. But she always said you should talk to your doctor. She also said she doesn't need to get it right now because she's not traveling. She's staying home with her kid. And she said that's one of the main reasons why she didn't go to the gala. Not because of a vaccine mandate or any of that horseshit. She wanted to stay home with her child. You don't know how bad things are. Nicki Minaj did more to take on the narrative than the entire GOP has. And she was more effective in it than just a matter of tweets. It's bad. But good on her for doing it. Then again, she's part of Cash Money Records, a very red-pilled music label. Another reason they don't like her is because she said do your own research. That's something that was cited in her words and in many other articles on the topic. They were mad that she said, go on, do your own research. <laughs> and they attacked her because they were calling her alt-right, far-right, and uh, just right in general. 
Well, I'm pretty sure Nicki Minaj was very pro-Obama back in the day. If you go against the cathedral, you are a heathen. And I'm happy to wear that badge of honor. The problem is that most people simply don't know how to do their own research, especially when it comes to understanding the complexities of medical science. The concept has lately become associated with COVID-19, oh my god, and QAnon. Doing your own research will affiliate you with a absolute retarded bucket of morons. That is QAnon. There's nothing more relevant to this entire topic than that Republican dumpster fire Alice in Wonderland live-action role-playing bullshit. I did a deep dive into QAnon before. I'm not going into the topic again. It's political Scientology. My personal theory on it is it actually started off pretty good and pretty accurate, getting information out, and then the government came in and psyoped it, but that's just speculation. Back to the article. But the phrase, quote, do your own research, dates back to the 1890s when it was associated with skepticism surrounding the smallpox vaccine. Is it now? Is that like how the OK game, the OK hand signal game, is a white supremacy dog whistle? <laughs> no, people have always been told they should do their own research. It isn't dating back to a specific time in history or a specific group of people. No. Do your own research. That's always been a good rule of thumb. Hence the scientific method. It's one of the guiding principles of the scientific method. Do your own research and cross-check and confirm your data with other data. It's one of the main points. Ugh. They want you to believe it will make you part of this fringe, retarded group of people to do your own research. Or it will make you some far writer if you do your own research. Renee Diresta, research manager at Stanford Internet Observatory, a fact-checking. They are fact-checkers. Check out my episode on how Facebook and the fact-checkers Facebook uses, like these people, have been changing their opinions based on being asked to by Facebook or the government. Research manager at the Stanford Internet Observatory said on Reliable Sources, the notion of doing your own research is not a bad idea in itself, Diresta said, as it's important to maintain a healthy level of skepticism about information being fed to you, but in today's media, but in today's media, environment fueled by chicks and engagement, clicks and engagement, it's all too easy to come across misleading data that confirms biases. That's funny coming from CN fucking N. Quote, nobody going to the library and looking up authoritative sources to do their own research. 
Yil Elstit, a Future of Democracy Fellow at Bergue at the Burguing Institute said. And although Dirista believes that Minaj didn't have ill intent, there are no others who do. But there are others who do. And they are pushing people away from credible sources for their own gain. Eisenstadt said that to help combat the phenomenon, the media needs to be more transparent in its reporting, especially when it comes to COVID. That's because many of the subtle differences between understanding scientific research that is still theoretical versus which has been tested and widely agreed upon, widely agreed upon, doesn't mean true. Well, tested does. Something you should keep in mind is if you can, if you can question it, it's science. If you can't, it's propaganda. Science. Wait, did I skip anything? I did. My apologies. Steel theoretical verses, which has been tested and widely agreed upon, are not well communicated to the public. A new as new information and new research comes out, the media needs to take the extra step to explain the changing landscape. Quote, science is a consensus building process consensus like mass people agreeing something how about science is the gathering of natural truths and a natural truths building process to find out how this universe fucking functions and what we can do with it on our pathways to evolution in science Science's purpose is to explain everything around us and how we can manipulate that around us for our own benefit and gain. Science is not a political tool. Science brought cancer cures, treatments, vaccines, medicine, uh, safe amputation, the modern successful surgeon, and has also created depleted uranium rounds, the nuclear bomb, the A-bomb, the F-bomb, and every other fuck in between. Science has created the periodic table and has created the map of the solar system. Science has created the evolutionary map that we know. Science has split the atom. Science is here to help us make sense of that which is around us. And once we understand that, we can understand how to bend it for our benefit. Everything we've seen with COVID is a bastardized, narrative, plagued take on what science is. Diresta said, quote, not something where we know the facts immediately, the moment that someone wants to be Googling for them. And in a roundabout way, this pawn just said that mainstream media 
can't keep up with the information as it comes out. And you shouldn't be Googling it either. I would say because these media outlets don't keep up with science as it comes out, you should be Googling it. Finding sources you like and bookmarking them for all updates. For example, the correction on the bottom of this article. Correction. An earlier version of the story misattributed a quote about researching authoritative sources. That statement was made by Yale Einstein. The statement regarding consensus building in science was made by Rene Diresta. So, I hope you have learned something interesting from today's episode. Scientific leaders have believed since early January. Experts have believed since early January of 2020 that this came out of a lab. But because Trump said it and they were scared of how the media had people stirred up, they were afraid of being accused of racism. So they didn't come out and say the truth that could have saved millions of lives. The media has people scared of COVID and misinformed about it. While they go out and tell you doing your own research will lead to you becoming misinformed and that you should just consume their media if you want to be informed. Yet they've been wrong every step of the way. That being said, I will see you here at 1 o'clock later on today. Thank you for joining me and have a great rest of your morning.